often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 427. I am your host, Josh Albrecht. Sitting once again inside the Slapbox bunker, deep inside the bowels of the bunker, waiting out the apocalypse that is 2020 and probably 2021. Let's face it. Shit ain't getting normal for a while. Uh, but you know, there's still, we still have some content to look forward to. I watched today Borat's, uh, subsequent movie film. And, uh, I, you know, I got some good laughs out of it. Not, I didn't find it quite as funny as the original film, but man, there's, there's some good stuff in there. I know that, uh, most people probably already heard and seen, uh, the footage of, uh, the Rudy Giuliani bit, which I think was ruined for me. I think I didn't find it that funny in the movie, but I had already pretty much seen the scene. So <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of disappointed about that. Uh, my favorite part, though, is the father-daughter dance. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but that part is fantastic. And But as I even mention it, there is a... Some visuals in there that are now back in my head, and I might have nightmares about that tonight. It is going to, it is going to haunt me. It is a, <laughs> it's not a pretty picture. It's fucking funny, but it's not a pretty picture. Uh, the girl that plays Borat's daughter, uh, Maria Bakalova, she is, she's quite good. She is funny. Like I, could, I hope that uh, that she does more things. And uh, she was definitely seemed like she was game to do some pretty crazy shit in the movie. Maybe he could uh, pass the torch on to her. I, but uh, I don't know that uh, people. She's going to become quite as popular as Borat and be known quite as widely. So I feel like she could get more uh, uh, do characters and stuff to where uh, in public where people aren't going to. <laughs> know who the fuck she is. Like, hey, that's Borat's daughter. It's Sarah Jessica Parker, whatever. Uh, I forgot, like, her, her uh, what they were calling her. Uh, and her actual character's name's like Yudu or, you, I, I, I don't recall. But uh, she she was uh, awfully funny on that one. Was, uh, <laughs> uh, some classic Borat stuff in there, though. And this one, I feel like in this one, there's definitely more scripted stuff, whereas the original one, it's been a long time since I watched the original, but it seemed like there was definitely less of the scripted stuff in the uh, OG film. But again, I mean, people know who Sasha Baron Cohen is now. It's a lot harder for him to go out and pull these kind of fucking pranks and shit on people. I had seen some footage from the movie, too, other than the Giuliani stuff just from people on like Twitter and everything and knowing that like, Oh, people knew like, Oh, Hey, this is Sasha Baron Cohen. Like there's a part where he's at a, uh, lockdown protest. And, uh, 
I had seen parts of that. I didn't see good video though. <laughs> Unfortunately, like that's another you know thing that was, was like had I not had a lot of this stuff ruined, uh, I'm sure I would have laughed a lot more <laughs> at some of the scenes. But this is the day and the age we live in. I mean, Borat One came out in 2006. I didn't have a Twitter account then. <laughs> I'm not sure what year. Uh, well, I'm sure, pretty sure Twitter was out. Yeah, maybe it wasn't quite out yet. I don't remember when it came out. But, uh, you know, it was a lot, uh, a lot easier to get away with that shit, especially since uh, he had the uh, Ali G show, which is great. I love the Ali G show. And I've heard some people say that they're a fan of Ali G in the house movie. That one's like purely scripted, but I, I can't say I'm a fan. I was like, I, I, I believe I even still own it, but uh, maybe I had to go back and watch it. I mean, I, I didn't think it was all that great. Uh, but, uh, the Borat 2 subsequent movie film on Amazon Prime. If you're a, a Prime uh, member and you want to get a good uh, watch, good uh, good laugh or two in there, uh, though if you're a Trump supporter, it maybe you know, <laughs> maybe it won't be so funny to you. There's uh does uh make fun of the uh, glorious leader quite a bit. That uh, that is definitely uh, <laughs> definitely a good laugh in there. Um. But this also comes after, like, just a few days after uh, what uh, I guess I got a good laugh out of. Uh, this is it. I'm sure people, have, most people have heard about this one, but uh, let's read a little bit from this article on Wired.co.uk, Wired magazine, the UK version. Well, I, guess, I don't know if that's uh, originally a UK magazine. I guess maybe so. I know of Wired magazine. I just never... Yeah. Anyhow. Uh says... <laughs> It happened during a simulation for the U.S. election on a Zoom conference call. Journalists at the New Yorker were playing politics, but staff writer Jeffrey Tubin, onlookers claim, was playing with himself. Veteran journalist and CNN commentator allegedly, allegedly lowered his camera during a strategy breakout session and touched his penis in front of his colleagues. He has since been suspended and blamed technology for the error. I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake. Believing I was off camera, I apologized to my wife, family, friends, and co-workers, Tubin told Motherboard. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me, I thought I had muted the Zoom video. (laughs) Tubin may have made Zoom dick trend on Twitter, but he's not alone in misbehaving on camera since the start of the pandemic. Uh, It does say Nick Emery, chief executive at media company Mindshare, was let go this month after he allegedly took his webcam into the toilet and exposed his bottom as a prank while on a conference call with his colleagues. It does sound kind of funny. I guess I don't know what it's got. I did just have to take another uh, <laughs> sexual harassment course at work. So 
Like, you know, I, they probably wouldn't fly. Like, I don't do Zoom calls since I work in a factory and I'm a production worker. I'm not, you know, one of the office people, so I don't really partake in Zoom calls. But I feel like, the, yeah, that I wouldn't do that. But I don't know, you know, certain offices that might fly. I don't know. I don't know what office that would be. Uh, <laughs> but, man, like, you fucking dumbass, dude. Like, you can't just, like, <laughs> wait for the conference call to be... You could even... You could even, like, you know, touch yourself while it's going on as long as you're, you know, doing it where the camera isn't. I mean, I'm not saying you should be jerking off at all on a Zoom call. I mean, that you want to, <laughs> if that's how you spice up things and just put a little caution to the wind. I mean, I know it's a little exciting. I've had uh, sex in public a couple of times, and it was pretty exciting. The possibility of getting caught, I can understand. Like, hey, yeah, you know, fucking... Just hidden, but uh, it, it apparently from what I've read and I said in this article is that uh, he did put the camera down to his dick. So I don't know if he was doing some webcam shit where he's trying to do some mutual mas- masturbation. I don't know if chat roulette, is that still a thing? Is there uh, is he just on chat roulette while also doing a Zoom call? I don't know. There's a, or If you're not familiar with the uh, old classic chat roulette, uh <laughs> I don't know that <clears throat> there's uh I, I don't think that's around anymore, but chat roulette you'd go in and it is still a thing. Wow. And there you don't there's no sign up required. Um you can make friends, have fun, find love, and get famous whatever you want. No sign up required. Just enable camera. Chat roulette for conferences. There's, uh, <laughs> hey, there's rules. Because <laughs> it used to be where people would be on here and, you know, you'd be like, ooh, this is an interesting person. And then next thing you know, there's somebody in a bunny costume. And then the next 10 people are just guys jerking off. So maybe he was doing some chat roulette stuff, or maybe he was just on a paid webcam site. I'm not sure what he was doing. Or he was <laughs> streaming. Streaming it on Twitch. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is their rules. Chat roulette. I've, uh, I haven't been on here in a long time. We tried to do it on the podcast years ago, but it did not turn out so well. We were waiting for some guy to be jerking off, and it didn't happen. I think we got some kind of weird people. This was years ago. I don't remember it very well, and I couldn't tell you what number episode it was. Um, but their rules now is it stands. Everywhere in the world where people come together, they have certain rules, so do we. Please take them to heart so that everyone can feel comfortable. If you violate these rules, it will result in a permanent ban. I feel like now they're going to bring out the no penis stuff. But uh it says, be kind, polite, and respect other users. Yes, the internet may be a virtual space, but it is still real life. No bullying, bullying <laughs> no sexism, no racism. No homophobia. I don't know why I said that's so weird, but all right. No homophobia. No violence or other hate-based chat. We take strict action against those who spread hate. That's good stuff. Cool with that. All right. Uh, Sexually suggestive content is strictly prohibited in the filtered area. Oh, so there's an unfiltered area. That's where everybody baits these days. Okay, so no illegal behavior example. Severe drug abuse. So severe 
does I mean I am drinking a uh, hard cider at the moment. The it is a St. James from the St. James Winery, the strawberry hard apple cider. Because when I went to Schnooks last week to get some, they were out of uh, Angry Orchard. But uh, I'm guessing they're talking about severe. They're talking about like shooting up, maybe doing some coke or jankum. Maybe they're huffing jankum. They're huffing shit. That sounds pretty severe to me. <laughs> Does say also no advertising or spam. Chat roulette is for people 18 and up. If you see anything that violates the rules, please report it. Connect with people. Have fun. Be creative and enjoy. Chat roulette. That's what it's all about. Uh, I don't think I'll be chat roulette tonight. I mean, it could get interesting, but then it could just like, like happen like when he did it the first time. It was just like total shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some images here, and one is just. A guy in like some leopard outfit, and <laughs> the shit on the background is great. Great, the like the the other guy looking. He's just god damn it. Um, I just want to see enlarged video. There's a <laughs> ooh. There's chat roulette alternatives. Hold on, let's. Alternative to crowdsource software recommendations. Um, yeah, I don't know. Meow chat. Oh, hold on. There's a meow chat. Meow chat is a fun place to chat and meet new friends. Chat instantly with new people around, people nearby or around the world. If your friends aren't on meow chat, there are millions. I guess there are. Hmm. Oh, that's an app, not a thing like chat roulette I guess there's quite a few campsites that can do sort of the same thing with chat roulette I mean you just gotta love the name of chat roulette it just sounds fantastic there's a lot of people in body suits in these images just like uh, like the green suit like uh, if you watch uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia there's uh, a <laughs> wearing the like the green body suit uh this one's pretty great. There's a picture of a uh, a black guy, and uh, I wouldn't n- mention the fact of his race, but he's got this just appalled look at him. And uh, it says, like, in the chat here, it says, connected, feel free to talk now. And I don't know who the you is, but it said, uh, what? And then sup, question mark. Then it says your partner disconnected. Press next to find a new person. The other person in the chat with this black gentleman is some douchebag kid, white kid, with a Nazi flag behind him with a swastika and the white circle and the uh, red background. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that, yeah. I would imagine he probably got a few reactions like that. And then for some reason, here's a picture of a guy with a Batman mask. And then what looks to be a naked guy on the other one is uh, <laughs> somebody wearing a Obama mask. Uh, there's the chat in there says, uh, you Batman, stranger Obama, you we meet again. It's been a long time. So Batman or Obama apparently been... Uh, been conversing a lot. 
oh man, there's some weird shit going on. Now I'm just like going down this rabbit hole of chat roulette. Thanks, Jeffrey Tubin. Maybe that's what Tubin should have just started out as. He should have not dealt with uh <laughs> I mean politics seems like it's probably out. I can't imagine he's going to be uh working again after that or jerking off on in a business Zoom call. You never know though. You never know. He could turn it around. Turn it around. And uh one one funny thing also about uh that is Jeffrey Tubin. He uh he did a very uh, famous book on O.J. Simpson that uh, let's see what is the that they also it, shit I think it was like the run of his life or something like that is the name name of the book the the book it eludes me at the moment but uh, <clears throat> they based the TV show uh, where Cuba Gooding Jr. plays O.J. I think it's the People versus O.J. Simpson. That's what that that is. They base that off Jeffrey Tupin's book. Needless to say, O.J. Simpson not a fan <laughs> of Jeffrey Tupin. And uh, the Juice actually uh, responded to Jeffrey Tupin on Twitter. And let's see here. Pull that up and see if we, uh, <laughs> some replies were hidden by the tweet author. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. Jeffrey Tubin? At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X rated movie theater. I'm just saying. Damn. Damn. Jeffrey Tubin? At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> Twitter world. <laughs> uh, take it from me, the Jews. <laughs> the guy that uh, committed double homicide and got away with it. <laughs> you don't whip your dick out in a Zoom call. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a... Uh... Juice just living it up. I mean, he he. Uh, I mean, he's not going to go back and play football or be an analyst, I guess, on TV. So I guess I can't say that you know, allegedly murdering two people. You would. I'm sure Juice is probably listening to this. I don't, I'd hate to get sued. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I guess it, at first I was going to say, well, he you know he's he's doing good. He's but I guess he. He can't do like all the jobs that he had. He can't do the commercials and stuff. But should should Jeffrey Tubin, you know, be completely banished? I I don't know. What else has he done beside this? Is like, uh, was he just being a complete idiot on on Zoom to like technology and everything? Just being an old man. Like uh. Oh, I was gonna look up Zoom. Yeah, what am I doing? I, I'll go back to Twitter. I was gonna look to see what Zoom dick stuff I could find here. Let's go back to. Damn it. Uh, I don't know what my Twitter <laughs> shit is. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll pull it up on uh, pull up my other computer here. <laughs> so my all my login shit. Like I don't, I haven't had to log into Twitter in a long time. I'm gonna have to. Although I don't know if I have it pulled up on here either. As uh, shit. I guess I, I guess I can probably guess my password. <laughs> Damn it. There's a. Uh, Mega fail. I was going to look up Zoom Dick just to see what kind of good memes and stuff I could get going on here. And this thing is not cooperating here. Um, I guess I I have a good idea what it is. Let's see if that did it. Uh... Hmm. A data breach is exposed. Uh, I don't remember what password I put in there now. Now it's the game of let's see if I can guess this. Uh, don't save that password. It's not correct, obviously. <laughs> I only have like. I have really only a few passwords I use a lot of different combinations on it so it's always like this uh, I have the big long like investigative procedure like what was I thinking at this time when uh, I worked at the radio station <laughs> Moscow Mills what was I I thinking at those times shiznet Asking me to save this password that doesn't work. I don't remember my password. Mm. Will. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I didn't put my full email address in there. That might be why. That usually helps. You know what? I probably did have that password right. And, uh,. Hey, hey, I did get it right. Fucking shit. I did know my Twitter password. Hey. Hmm. It was me. I can ignore that email. So, let's look up some good Twitter shit here. Let's look up Twitter dick. Uh, Twitter dick. Sorry, Zoom dick. Hashtag Zoom Dick. Zoom Dick Tubin. Let's see. There is uh, the good uh, Elaine one from Seinfeld where she's got the gif of he took it out. <clears throat> well, uh, <laughs> every, there's one every, on a sign. Everything happens for a reason. Sometimes the reason is you're stupid. And make bad decisions. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, there, there's this one where it's, uh, it says when Tubin logs into the Zoom meeting, it's uh, him with like photoshopped on this very 
muscular black guys, <laughs> but naked black body. They're just like tats. I mean, dude's pretty jacked. A lot of tats. And he's like in bed. It's pretty great. And uh, there's a crazy picture of... Uh, Bill Clinton in the uh, press, White House press briefing room all smiling with his hands out behind Barack Obama with his head down. That uh, uh. Hmm. <laughs> this is great. Uh. <laughs> it's got like a mark on the uh on the options there, mute like they <laughs> circled over <laughs> with a cross on the mute. Of course, mute is for audio, audio, not not video. And uh, then there's an arrow to the stop video, and then a big penis drawn next to it. That's uh, that's good information to know. That should be like every time that you start like a Zoom, uh, like if you sign up with Zoom or whatever. Like there should be like a court, like a video you have to watch, and that should be like a thing. Be like, hey, you know, if you're gonna take your dick out while you're on this meeting, this is the stop video button. I know Zoom can be a little confusing. I I used it like once or twice, and uh, it took me a, a while to figure out why I couldn't get the audio to work right and uh, all that. So I mean, I can understand be a little confused. Although I would never hit mute to get rid of my video. I mean, I'm just going to pull... No, I would pull my dick out on a Zoom call. But, uh... uh, Oh, here's a video conference bingo that somebody got. Uh, Oh, come on. Someone... They just updated it, and they put the unexpected penis. That should have been on there to begin with, should it not? Uh, the on the other ones on the Zoom conference bingo is uh, someone blows their nose on screen. I mean, okay. Someone calling in from the car. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sure that happens a lot. Uh, someone walks away and you just see their chair. Of course, uh, yeah, this is, that looks like a real thing, like the Zoom call bingo or video conference bingo, whatever. Uh. <laughs> That uh, that was a. I wish that like they had like at least like a still capture of it, that somebody would have just like clipped a, s- a screenshot. That would have been great. <laughs> I really want to know what he was watching though. There's some good. Most of these are just like visual things, but there's some pretty good ones. There's the uh, scene from Randy in South Park when they uh, were in like the tent city deal, and uh, they. <laughs> He went in there to use the internet and jerked off everywhere and there's semen. I think that's what that's from. That there's he's got jer- semen all over him and it's Jeffrey Tubin's head put on Randy's cum covered body. Uh yeah, I get, that that appears to be the main the main thing there on uh on on the Twitter about uh, Mr. Jeffrey Tubin. So he's just baiting Beaten all the way. Hmm. I've been uh, going back and watching Mando. That is the uh, Mandalorian. As I'm gearing up, because now there is less than a week before we get more Baby Yoda. 
and possibly a lot of other stuff. Obviously, there's going to be some Jedi. Sounds like Ahsoka Tano is going to be in there with Rosario Dawson. Uh, who, it, it, to me, it doesn't matter if she is or if she isn't. I think what they've done, Favreau, Filoni, Pedro Pascal, and uh, all the people that directed episodes. I don't remember all the I know Ta- Taika Waititi. I mean, he's, he's my go-to. Uh, uh, there's a uh, man. It is just days away, <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure how many episodes this season is. This next season, I'm gonna have to look that up. There's a uh, ah fucking Giancarlo Esposito. I love that fella. It's just good stuff. The Giancarlo. Um, pull this shit up. Some IMDb. Let's get some uh some facts going on about the Mando. Here, oh, there's the trailer. Baby Yoda back in the egg, protecting himself. Another picture of Giancarlo. Love that fella. Uh, let's see here. I'm. It does appear though that that I'm glad that that rumor that. Pedro Pascal quit. It does seem like that's BS. Because it would be sad for like the second season to come out and then like and already know like oh he did, he did quit. Like that'd be fucking horrible. Uh, Deborah Chow. She's another one of the directors. I I can't remember which one she did. I was thinking one of the, my. More favorite uh, episodes was by her. I know. Uh, yeah, I love me some Taika Waititi. Floney directed the most with the three episodes. Uh, I wasn't real crazy with Bryce Dallas Howard's episode. That is the, I think that was the one which I did just watch the other day where they had the, uh, like it wasn't horrible, but there was the one with the ATST. I don't know, I wasn't too crazy about that episode. I like the ATST, but the rest of it, meh. And uh, I believe Taika Waititi's coming back. I love that guy. He's just crazy uh, New Zealander. I need to look up, find out more about season two. That stuff, I mean, ah, just seeing this trailer is just fantastic. And them talking about the Jedi and all of that, that is good stuff. Mm. Here's some trivia on IMDb. According to Dave Filoni, there was one scene that required a large number of stormtroopers but they didn't have enough costumes. He ended up drafting members of the 501st Legion fan club who specialize in making their own storm slash clone trooper cosplays. That's pretty fucking cool. And those, I've looked into it because I thought about, like, ooh, this might be kind of cool to get into. Uh, but, like, they are super serious about that stuff. You have to have, to be in the 501st, like, you got to have shit totally legit. I mean, you got to spend, like, over a grand on your stuff to get it good enough to be in the 501st. I mean, they you you need authentic. I mean, not quite like uh, this is what Dave Prowse wore. You know, exactly. You don't need his sweat ingrained in the Darth Vader costume. But, you know, it needs to look legit. Like, it's some serious shit. You don't go in there with some shit you bought at Johnny Brock's. Uh, there's another one during the first episode when the bounty 
is looking through the Carbonite bounties. One of them is a star is Star Wars creator George Lucas. And I was wondering when they when I was looking th- when they were showing through those the other night if s- some of those were like Easter eggs. Of, uh, but damn, I didn't didn't realize it was George Lucas. That's pretty sweet. Uh, see, although he signed on for mainly financial reasons before coming to on the set, Werner Herzog had never seen a Star Wars movie. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> um, Werner Herzog, who plays the client, went on to praise the show's world-building and practical effects, saying, It's cinema at its best. Werner Herzog. And from what I understand, I love... Oh, man, you know, I'm going to have to pull up some YouTube here on Herzog talking about Baby Yoda. Because uh, <laughs> I just love his fucking German accent. And him... F- apparently, he really... He was really losing his shit, uh, like really excited about Baby Yoda. And I just love Werner Herzog. I don't listen to him talk about things, you know, Baby Yoda. Uh, let's, let's see see what he thinks about Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Let's it's Mandalorian. <laughs> I was invited, uh, invited. from Favreau, uh, who Favreau. started this whole series um, to act. I looked at the screenplays, uh, and I had the feeling, although I know very little about Star Wars, I had the feeling, yes, I could do it. It's a, it's a character in whom you cannot trust. And uh, I, th- I said, yes, I can do that. Mandalorian was filmed not like all the other Star Wars or, or other... Uh, big event films, green screen, green screen, everywhere in the camera, motion controlled, moving there. All of a sudden you have a phenomenal uh, step forward. As an actor, you see the entire planet on which you are. You see the landscape. All right, damn it. I just want to hear him talk about Baby Yoda. (laughs) There's a... (laughs) Hmm... I, oh, here's him. Just love it. I want IGN video. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker won't be out for another month, but the whole movie could have been spoiled for the entire world because of one careless mistake. Actor John Boyega, who plays Finn in the sequel trilogy, recently admitted that an official copy of the script that ended up were going to portray the cute little alien. According to Vanity Fair, Herzog could not hide his contempt when he spotted John Favreau and Dave Filoni removing the pint-sized, pointy-eared puppet from the set in order to reshoot the scene, in case they decided to substitute the puppet for a digital surrogate in post-production. He said, quote, you are cowards. Leave it. Which are... Yeah, he wanted the, the puppet kept, but damn it. I just wanted to hear fucking Werner Herzog. Like, like I, I know... <laughs> I swear I've like heard like interviews with him where he, and I know I've heard a lot of people talking about uh how just ecstatic Werner Herzog was about Baby Yoda and the puppet and just like him loving oh just a baby Yoda. Fantastic I love Baby Yoda. It's Werner Herzog's The Mandalorian, a Star Wars documentary, Nerdist Remix. <laughs> Nerdist Remix. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. 
Ein Film von Werner Herzog. Nice. Here, in this galaxy, our stage contains larger than life actors and insignificant bit players. And they're just taking. Who were the people I was going? This this might you have some are good also stuff. also doing um, an acting gig on Disney Plus for John Favreau, right? Yes, it's the some, Mandalorian. I didn't know that it was a Mandalorian. I I was told the title was something completely different, uh, uh, but uh, it was kept secret. Yes, I I acted in a small, very small part, and I think I'm in three of the of the films. Maybe in two only. And you never know, maybe they cut me out completely. We shall so see. So it, it, it happens. But I would like to point out something that is really phenomenal that happened. So far in all these big science fiction films, you have green screen, green screen, green screen, and a camera that is motion Damn controlled. Damn it. Just talk about moves Baby Yoda. What they created <laughs> now. It's completely planet. You see the planet. You see the actors. All the parallaxes, all the distortions, real landscape. I mean, I'm really excited it's, about that it's stuff and how they film it. Man, but damn it, uh, I want to see him get all gooned out about it should be Baby Yoda. Even more actors and everything would be as if you Make were Make an ass film. out of me, Ferner. <laughs> uh, now, if you want to hear a good, like, Werner Herzog impression, man, check out Paul F. Tompkins. This is Werner Herzog. I, I, here's a, uh, there, here we go. Werner Herzog's Yelp review for Trader Joe's on Hyperion. That's, uh, Andy, the Andy Daly podcast pilot, uh, project, uh, which was, which is a great, uh, podcast. Very good. Like that. Werner, tell us a travel destination, someplace you would recommend. Um, if you don't mind, I've just uploaded this review to Yelp. <laughs> Oh, boy, we're going to get a reading of a Yelp review. That's fantastic. This is the Trader Joe's on Hyperion. <laughs> oh, no. That is some Trader Joe. Uh, madness reigns. <laughs> the first challenge your soul must endure is the parking lot. You wait with your vehicle half-blocking traffic, creating a perfect circular vortex of anger that encompasses the street and the entrance to the store. Once you achieve admission to the lot, you discover that this is a false achievement. Other motorists stop and start with no seeming thought or plan. Turns once begun are quickly abandoned. The driver seemingly immune to geometry. At last, a space opens up, but the price is having to enter the market. <laughs> Inside, human beings scramble like beetles whose rock has been upended. Though the aisles are wide, it is impossible to avoid physical contact with your fellow shoppers. It is a grotesque parody of the bazaar at Marrakesh, as if dumb animals had been granted only the amount of sentience required to mock humanity. <laughs> the aisles are not labeled. You must search for every item. 
The constant walking up and down causes a numbness that borders on profound despair. Your conscious mind registers mere annoyance, impatience, but on a cellular level, your body cries out in weariness. The fatigue you feel is a warning. Millions of years of evolution trying to save you from becoming mired in the tar, from sinking into the warm blackness and being reclaimed by the earth itself. Be sure to get the dark chocolate peanut butter cups. They are right by the register. Thank you, Shane. Wow. Thank you, Shane. How many stars was that? Five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That, uh... I'm reading more about the, uh, trivia on, uh, Mandalorian. As, uh... It does say here that Donald Glover actually inspired Jon Favreau to keep Baby Yoda's secret until the Mandalorian pilot episode debuted on Disney+. Plus. It was during the filming of the live-action remake The Lion King, which I have not watched, actually. Uh, Glover, who voiced Simba in the movie, told Favreau that audience likes... They like surprises. We were talking about music and pop culture, and he was saying that what people really like now is to be surprised because it doesn't happen that much. Favreau said uh, when Beyoncé did an album, she would just put it online. Everybody would react to it. Just putting it out there spurred a conversation that would become more viral and bring more genuine attention than any marketing. And man, that was I was so glad that I got Disney Plus just for watching that first episode. It was pretty awesome to see the baby Yota. Baby Yota. The baby Yota. And uh, I do love some Donald Glover. I really enjoyed uh, his... Uh, I thought he was good as Lando fucking Calrissian. And uh, kind of sad and I don't get to see more of that, you know? As it uh, didn't do good enough. They didn't think Solo, uh Star Wars story, was good enough. So they're like, fuck, we're, we're pulling the plug on that series. Because they were supposed to do more shit. And uh, Amelia Clark was in there, you know? I like me some Amelia Clark. Even though that last season of Game of Thrones, man. That last season. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit-a. Shit-a. Um, oh, they've already considered... IMDb's already got the third season listed. I mean, I, you know, it's that good of a show. I mean, they're just going to say it out there. I guess it's eight episodes in the second season, which I guess was the first season. I think it was eight, was it? Yeah. So I guess they're all going to be eight. Season three. They don't know anything about it. Nobody knows anything about it. We don't know jack shit about season two yet. Uh, yeah. Nothing. So there should be some good secrets, even though I feel like a lot of shit's been ruined just because of all of the... Uh, Stuff about the casting updates and all the talk about Rosario Dawson and uh, what have you. I feel like there's enough already spoiled and pretty sure that Boba Fett will be in it. Uh, so, I mean, I can't be surprised there. But it seemed like he was in the first season there. You see the boots and such. There's uh, just in the, in the music that you hear uh, when Boba Fett would be around and say Empire Strikes Back. You know, pre-dating his uh, uh, fall into the Sarlacc pit 
where apparently I guess he survived. And sadly, you know, Boba Fett, I loved Boba Fett as a kid, but it is, you know, really pointed out to me reading into the stuff nowadays, uh, as people, many people on the internet point out to the fact that, well, Boba Fett was never very good in the movies. He didn't really do much of anything. He just, he just looked cool standing over there in the corner. I mean, his big moment was him getting his jetpack all fucked up and flying into the, uh, Sarlacc pit. That was, uh. There wasn't a lot of proof to show that he was a good bounty hunter. I mean, when he got Han Solo, Darth Vader gave him Han Solo to take to Jabba Hutt. It wasn't like he fucking got himself, although he did track some people down and stuff. That Slave 1, that's also a really awesome ship. That thing is pretty fantastic. I do like the Razor Crest on Mandalorian, but, I mean, Slave 1 is it's a pretty sweet ship. Pretty sweet. Uh... <clears throat> but eight episodes starting Friday October 30th still got some bright things to look forward to and man I might have to give uh, Borat 2 another go maybe I'll need, I need to watch Borat 1 first I haven't seen that in forever give me a good idea of, you know if there's shit that I missed that they're doing callbacks to I was hoping <laughs> Uh, sadly, I thought I thought I saw a thing in like uh, IMDb or something in the list of the people that were in it. I thought that uh, I think think he got married too. In the original, there was the uh, I think she was supposed to be a pro- prostitute. There was the uh, uh, large black lady that uh, I th- I think she was supposed to be a prostitute, and this was like one of the like scripted parts, like I thought, but I. There's a, a part where he kind of references that. And, all right, I'll just say he asks another one, will you be my second black wife? <laughs> but they didn't have his first black wife in there. Uh, now i got to look. About black Borat black wife. Lunell Campbell. Uh, is she still is she still around? Okay, she's still alive. So good there. She could have been in there. She's a comedian. You know, I think I, I did know that that she was a comedian. At one point. Uh, I don't know why she's not in the uh, second one, though. They could have they could have pulled her in there. She did play a prostitute <laughs> in, the, in the original film, which was great. There's a... Uh, she's wearing a... Or she's got a cup says something about murder. I think. I don't know what the hell that's saying there. Um, but damn. He was trying to get himself another black wife. Uh, shit, hold on. We gotta pull up an old Borat clip. Let's just, let's just get really into this here. Borat wife's cheese. Uh, First stop on my journey was Washington, D.C.'s home of mighty U.S. warlord, Premier Bush. Premier Bush. Uzbekistan. Fuck you, motherfuckers! <laughs> we arrive here to learn from American politics. As a matter of interview with party official from ruling regime. We are good friend, Boba, yes? Boba. I hope so. It is a custom. Have a cheese at the start. Thank you. 
Oh, uh, oh, I remember wife, this bit. Uh, she uh, make this cheese. Very nice. She make nice. it uh, from a milk from her teeth. <laughs> Look on his face. <laughs> oh shit! That was <laughs> that's so great. Uh, she make it from milk from her teeth. That's uh. Uh, <clears throat> man, that's that's just too good. Let's see, there's a mix to that. It's antique shop scene. Uh, what else is in here? Buy when he buys the car. What if they have any from the uh, Ali G show? I, I I had HBO whenever that was uh, on HBO, and I definitely enjoyed watching that shit. Let's see. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, here's here's what I'll, I'll, I'll play. This is him. Uh, the his rant and national anthem at the rodeo. Is that Ted Cruz? No. Great job to pronounce his name there. Guy looked kind of like Ted Cruz, but I don't think it was. My name is Borat. I come from Kazakhstan. Can I say uh, first, we support your war of terror? Yeah. <laughs> May we show our support to our boys in Iraq? May USA kill every single terrorist? <laughs> <laughs> May George Bush drink the blood of every single man, woman, and child of Iraq. Yeah! Oh, May you destroy their country so that for the next thousand years, not even a single wizard will survive in their desert. That's any people That's good. I now will Finally, there. Our Kazakh national anthem to the tune of your national anthem. Listen, <laughs> Kazakhstan oh. is the greatest country in the world. All of the countries are run by little girls. Kazakhstan is number one <laughs> exporter of potassium. Other Central Asian countries have inferior potassium. <laughs> They're all about murdering Iraqis. <laughs> They're all for that. This is it. <laughs> this reminds me. I get a window from a Lord. Uh, there's a. I was reading an article about uh, this war going on with the Armenia. I forgot the. Let's see, there's two countries at war. Uh, uh, let's see, are, where's the fucking... This is... Uh, <laughs> damn it, I'm going to have to look up the... I didn't watch it, but there's... Oh, this might be it. Is this it? Damn it. 
Hold on. I got... These countries going to war with each other, and they're, like, rocking these music videos. With the soldiers and shit, as they're about to, like, go fucking murder people. Apparently they're pretty good music videos. Well, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, there's no, like, English... Damn it. I'm gonna have to Google search this. Get a good... Uh, this shit was crazy. Uh, music video war? Maybe? Uh, Azerbaijan dropped a music video before going to war with Armenia. Oh, there's the... Uh, here we go. Yeah, this is on Vice News here. Went, oh. Fucking. Are the soldiers there? Tanks? Some guitars. I mean, it's good quality video, too. Fucking helicopters and shit. Big ass amps. They are putting some effort into their media around killing people. It's fucking weird because this is actual. It's not like. You understand? They shot this video like right before attacking. I mean, I don't think like the all these people in it went to war, but like this girl here singing, I don't think she's going immediately from this video shoot into. As far as propaganda videos goes, it's not bad. I mean, I don't want to go to war with Armenia. They didn't win me on that, but I don't understand what the fuck they're saying, so. Uh, let's see here. There's another one, the fire. Oh, this is the, uh, cause Armenia also put out. Here's one from Armenia. Let's get the counter argument here. It's just soldiers sitting with an acoustic guitar. I like that. It's more personal, like, you know, getting crazy. More personal. Oh, now, now here we go. Here's the soldiers and the guns. <laughs> Not as good a production quality, though. But this is an older video as well. Mountains in the background. That's an alright song. Not something I'd want to listen to while getting a plane and blowing shit up though now bring in the guitars nope I mean like electric guitars you see that doesn't mix well they're mixing in with like these tanks and stuff Azerbaijan's winning as far as the uh, the music videos go I'm sorry sorry Armenia I mean I love me some Surge Tankion and System of a Down so they win there, but they're not doing like pro wars videos. Saying fuck war. 
This is another Azerbaijan video, and that's not as good. Yeah, they've worked at it, though. They've perfected it. This latest one they put out is uh, <laughs> this picture of this fucking bass player on there. <laughs> the look like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm rocking this bass. It's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, the article here, it's uh, written by Matthew Galt on uh, Vice News here. It's uh, Azerbaijan dropped a music video before going to war with Armenia. Armenian Azerbaijan show a good music video can help drum up support for a war. On September 27th, Azerbaijan launched an attack on the disputed border region of Nagorno-Karabakh. And... Uh, Sorry if I mispronounced that, but it rekindled a decade-old conflict with Armenia. Azerbaijan launched artillery airstrikes and deployed tanks and troops. It also dropped a music video. That was that first one I, I played. And uh, the video shows soldiers performing with a wall of tanks and helicopters behind them. Footage of shoulder, uh, soldiers dress uh, in dress uniform, tanks firing helicopters, deploying troops, and artillery barrages interspersed. First, uh, the performance, the song, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, some weird symbols, their letters, uh, or fire, unfortunately, slaps, because they just call it fire, we'll just call it that, unfortunately, it slaps, it's catchy, and the bass guitar reverberates through the footage, putting the viewer in a nationalist mood, which is the point, (laughs) uh, but yeah, you get that. I'm going to have to check my internet connection now. I've I've upgraded my internet in the hopes of getting better connection because it's been shitty. I replaced my modem because I think the modem was going out. Uh, And I've upgraded a connection to where I should have the uh, 400 megabytes per second. And I have yet to get that. They told me on the phone yesterday it would be 24 hours after I called them before I should really see. or I In 24 hours, I should be able to see that. I called them again today, earlier, and I was like, uh, I'm still not seeing any improvement here. Like, uh, what's what's going on, fellas? Like, uh, they said, well, maybe it's it, it should hopefully happen, like, within 24 hours. So I guess tomorrow shit's still fucked up because I just did ran the – fucking test again and it is still not super fast it is not 400 megabytes a second it is 18.38 megabytes per second that is way off that's a lot different maybe I could reset my router again but I don't think that's going to help I don't know why Like, it would take that long to fucking get my damn internet you know, shouldn't it just be like a couple of switches, a couple of buttons? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's getting a little annoying. It's like, damn it, I want that. I want that good internet connection. I want to. I, I want to get. Mainly, I just wanted to get it like really good because I, I'm tired of uh, getting lag while playing video games. I've been rocking some Call of Duty, a little here and there when I get a free moment. Still trying to do the coding and stuff. Mainly, that's what I do on the internet. But 
it's really annoying to have uh, lag on, say, Call of Duty Team Deathmatch, and I'm not getting kills when I'm putting, like, full rounds of clips in people because of lag. And uh, I feel like if I had a good internet connection, I could be somebody on there. I could have a positive kill-death ratio. I mean, a scuff controller, all that. And if I ever really want to get hardcore into doing Twitch, I'm going to need a decent internet connection. I'm probably going to need to go up the highest tier they've got there at Charter, which uh, I don't want to pay for that. I don't, I'm not really looking forward to paying for the 400 uh, megabytes per second. That's uh, that's going to cost me 90 a month, unfortunately. Uh, so I'm going to be paying a little bit more for that. But I we got so many people in the house using it. There's five of us living in this house. And we all use internet pretty much all the time. So, And we're watching HD video, doing downloads. It's It takes it. It's, uh, it's really steal some bandwidth there. So, uh, but the thought of having a super high-speed internet is just exciting to me right now. Just like, holy shit. Doing downloads. I uh, recently downloaded, this week, the Call of Duty Warzone. It is the Battle Royale Call of Duty. It's free to play, but then, like, you can buy stuff, like, uh, different uh, season passes, things that give you... Uh, unlock, be able to unlock different gun skins, different uh, blueprints for guns, and yada yada, whatever. It's uh, but it's like a battle royale game, and it was a uh, 111 gig, <laughs> and it took about two days to download. It reminded me of, uh, I think it was a Morpheus I used to use. Like I didn't, I. I didn't uh, really mess with Napster much, but like a Morpheus, a Morpheus, I think it was that I used, or Morpheus, something along those lines is one the peer-to-peer network that I used to illegally download music back in the day. <laughs> and uh, I didn't like go and get stuff that you can just buy on albums. I was still buying CDs. Uh, what I what I like to get on there, I like to get like live stuff and like covers, just stuff that you wouldn't find elsewhere like there was a <clears throat> a perfect circle did a mashup between uh Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman and The Cure's Love Song which I love The Cure's Love Song that that is a great that's my favorite Cure song that thing's pretty fucking cool I love some Cure uh <clears throat> but it's a really good like mix up and uh that is one thing, and I remember the reason why that long download the other day reminded me of that is because, of like, you couldn't, well, <laughs> nowadays you can, like, preview stuff and, like, know what you're going to get. Uh, like, uh, I mean, I kind of knew what I was going to get with Warzone, <laughs> so that that doesn't really match. But, like, the fact that it took forever to download, I remember there being songs and just thinking, holy shit, like, love song with the perfect circle. And I think actually he said Tool doing it, but it was perfect circle, I believe, that, that did the mashup. It was like, couldn't preview the damn song, but I was like, oh, that's, this is exciting. But it would take, like, hours on end to download, like, three or four-minute song on dial-up. Because <laughs> that's what I had, very shitty internet connection. You know, it took, like, five minutes to load up a uh, very detailed picture. <laughs> 
it, it was a little rough. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, so hopefully, uh, also like, I'm really hoping this internet gets better because I'm going to do another big download because on November 13th, that's when the Call of Duty Cold War comes out and I've got that for my PC. I'm sure that's going to be like fucking 200, like probably close to 200 gigs. Some probably ridiculous. It's going to be another, it's going to be over a hundred and I don't want to spend four days downloading the damn thing. That would just suck ass. And what sucks, you know, you do a big download like that and you're having a shitty connection. You can't really do anything else on there, so I can't, like, pull out Borat or any other great movie or do a Zoom call with my dick out like Jeffrey Dubin. It's just not going to happen. The shitty connection. Um, They're going to lose my video anyway before I get my dick out. and It's just, you know, how am I going to lose my job then? Uh, well, yeah, I, th- I think I'm good here. Uh, I don't really have much else to say. Shit, man, it's crazy. Halloween is next fucking Saturday. It's a week from today. And uh, once again, I don't have any plans. I, of course, I don't want to go do anything on Halloween, but there for years I would go and like to a uh, friend's Halloween parties, have a few drinks, dress up, you know. And just uh, do some cool shit, and I haven't done that in a long time, and uh, fuck, I don't know when I'll do that again. I guess, uh, as always, that's a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.